Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dags för avsnitt nummer 38 utav Tampanpodden och den här intervjun är inspelad under min och Jessicas resa i Champagne sista veckan i juli. För eftersnack inspelat på Södermalm men själva intervjun är inspelad i Camant. Och självklart så kommer vi prata med Jean-Emmanuel Bonner som är mannen bakom Bonner. En ung man född 1984 och han ska dessutom få barn efter skörden så att det, det blir nedsläpp någon gång i oktober. Denna vecka kör vi osponsrat men är det någon som vill sponsra podden så får ni jättegärna höra av er till martin.champansweden.se Men vi gör så att vi förflyttar oss till Kamant och rullar intervjun med Sean Manuel. I'm very glad to be here in Kamat and doing an interview with Sean Emanuel at Bonaire. Hello, Martin. Welcome to the Champagne Podcast. Thank you. Uh, and I must thank you for a great, great tasting. Lovely champagnes. And uh, we have to tell the listeners more about it later. Uh, can you tell the listeners uh, a little bit about yourself so they, that they know who you are? Yes. Uh, well, I'm a young uh, man. I'm 34 years old, and uh, we grew up in the Champagne regions with our parents. So this uh, this job of winemaker has always been uh, something I had in me. My my father, he made uh, he was the eldest of the family, so he didn't have to to choose for his career because as he was the elder, he had to take away the winery uh, directly from the family. And uh, his only regret in life was he was not able to study uh, something different than uh, only winemaking. So he didn't force any of his four children to to come back on the vines and uh, work with him. But uh, in the end, there were two uh, two of the four children who who came back uh, naturally to the domain, and it was uh, my brother and I. Yes. Uh, and what's your brother's name? It's called he's called Jean Etienne, okay. and I'm Jean Emmanuel. And uh, in the in the meantime, we had uh, the opportunity to study other things. I did study art history. First, I was thinking maybe to to become an art dealer. When my brother came back at the domain, he, he asked uh, he asked uh, me if I was uh, willing to come back and help for the sales part of uh, of this activity. Mm-hmm. Born in 1984, yes. the, the worst vintage in Champagne in the 20th century, unfortunately. But uh, and my brother is born in eighty. 
80. Yeah. Not the best vintage, but a little bit better than 84. A little bit better, yeah. yeah. And it's actually, we tasted some recently, it tastes uh, much, uh, much better than 84, yeah. yeah. You told us that um, you're owning um, about 22 hectares in, uh, yes. in Cote Blanc. Uh, or are not entirely in Côte des Blancs. In Côte des Blancs, we have 13 hectares. Yes. Yeah. Main is uh, in Cramont. Yes. And also in the peripheric village of Cramont, like uh, Chouilly, Wari, and um, also Cuy and Berger Les Vertus, which are premier cru villages. And you're representing the, the champagne brand Bonaire, of course. Bonaire, yeah. Yes. Uh, but you live in uh, Bouzy. I live in Bouzy. Yeah, so you live in the Pinot Noir uh, area. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Because we actually grew up in Bouzy, all my family. Uh, my mother is actually from Bouzy. And we also have another brand uh, that we we work on. It's called Paul Clouet. Yes. Paul Clouet and Bonaire is actually from the same family. And your uh, your total production uh, for, for the bottles, you said about uh, 250,000 bottles? That there will be the maximum. The maximum, okay. There will be the maximum we can do with uh, all the vines we have. Mm. Uh, but per year, we make about 200 to 230,000. Yes. Uh, there is some, um, uh, usually per, per harvest, there is some mass that we don't want to keep, so we prefer to sell it yes. uh, because of the quality of the year. We have different type of press in Champagne, yes, and we we tend to prefer and keep the best the best juice every year. So. Are you using any second press for your champagnes? That's it. No, we try not. And um, uh, we saw your cellars yes. and also your press. So you're pressing everything here in uh, Cramont. Everything is pressed in Cramont. Yes, because and we have uh, and vinified and uh, bottled in all the Cramont vinification. Well. It's in one place. It's a cellar that was built in the seventies. But it's still underground, so we have the, this natural coolness dug in chalk, and uh, and it's a constant temperature all year, so it's a perfect condition and for for storing and for vinification and so on. Yeah. Yes. And how many bottles are you keeping in the in the cellar? Um, we have a four to five year cycle. It's uh, because our um, average aging is. Uh, three years for the non-vintage and can go up to 10 years for the prestige cuvée and then the average is four to five uh, four to five years so that makes uh, almost uh, eight to nine hundred thousand bottles uh, laying down in the cellar and, uh, and waiting yes and we've tried we tried uh, eight champagnes today eight uh, champagnes yeah six champagnes that you have uh, yeah. For sale, yep. uh, not all of them are for sale in in Sweden, and we tried two back vintages. Very pleased to try it, but for the Swedish listeners, all of the champagnes are not for sale, uh, and we told you that uh, the champagnes are sold uh, for too cheap. Uh, yes, it, the prices are too low because the quality is uh, much higher. Yeah, um, I'm often being told that, uh, but for us. Um is also what we were talking about, uh, the, the idea uh, of uh, producing wines. Uh, it's a business, of course, but yes. it's also a pleasure that we like to share with uh, uh, most of the people. Yes. Uh, so we have our price, and it's true, sometimes you can find a, a much higher price, but um, I prefer people enjoy my wines, and uh, if, if everybody finds that uh, it's attractive in terms of price, Perfect for them then. Mm. Yeah. And um, we told you that uh, the house style is, uh, you can really feel uh, 
that the house style through the whole range. Yes. And how would you describe your house style? Oh, it's a style indeed that we 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 try to keep with my brother. Uh, in the past, he used to be my my father in charge of the vinification, and uh, he has is a real um, man that uh, did impact the style of Bonaire. And uh, the style is uh, what we tasted today is a dedication to Chardonnay grapes, and we did only taste uh, Blanc de Blanc Champagne uh, from uh, 2014 up to 82. It's true that we, we find the same uh, style in all those bottles, uh, even if they are complete different characteristics, of course. But um, our base is in Cramont, so I think it's a reflection of the terroir of Cramont that we have here. It's more um, our chalky soils who, who gives, in the end, some wines that have a minerality. And um, with, with, uh, the way we vinify is uh, also um, the expression of the fruit Yes, that we keep in in, uh, in the way uh, with the stainless steel vats, it doesn't impact too much the the wines. It keeps the freshness, it keeps the fruit, and uh, and also this uh, salinity, this minerality that is a reflection of the salt. And then you can find it even from the young wines up up to the much more mature vintage. And uh, before my visit here, yep. uh, I've been told by uh, a lot of people or all the people that you should visit Bonaire because okay. they are so nice uh, <laughs> and uh, maybe the nicest people in Champagne. And uh, why do you think uh, uh, people tend to think that uh, Bonaire is so nice to visit? What's the secret? I think we, we try at least to receive um, every visitor here with the same uh, status. And I think that's something important. Mm. Today you came, you took uh, an appointment. That would be maybe the only thing I, I would like people to, to try is to take appointment before yes. to come, of course. But in the end, when they take the time to come and visit us, uh, I try to, to, to welcome them with uh, the, the, be the best um, uh, mood and the best uh, approach of wines and uh, trying to, to tell them uh, how we make wines, how we see wines. Uh, it takes time, of course. I know a lot of people who, who prefer not to bother with uh, visiting uh, people yes but uh, I think it's important uh, me personally when I travel around and I like to go in uh, in vines uh, wine regions uh, I would love that to be able to, to visit and uh, and share experience um, uh, of course it's a business but uh, we also uh, it's all about sharing things and, uh, and and discovering people so we like that and I think in the end people feel it you know mm. it's not uh, we don't force ourselves to do that it's uh, it's a job we like to do yes. and we like to share. And uh, have you ever been to Sweden? I've been a couple of times, yes. uh, not enough, mm -hmm. and only in winter time. So okay. uh, my next plan is to try summertime. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have, it's a nice, you have to. Nice uh, this summer was uh, exceptional for being yeah. very, very hot. It's almost uh, warmer in Sweden than it is in, in France right now, okay. actually. Yeah, it's a lot of fires. It's not very not pleasant now, but uh, you have okay. to come in the summer. Okay, I'll try uh, that. It's yep. supposed to be very, very nice. Uh, but your other part of the family is uh, Chloé. Chloé, yeah. And uh, Chloé is uh, more famous in Sweden than uh, Bonaire. It is more famous. Uh, it's uh, especially famous uh, because my cousin uh, at André Clouet yes. has been uh, working with the uh, Swedish market for a long time. 
yes and uh, as now uh, a position um, that is very important in terms of uh, presence and sales in the system Bolaguette especially and of course Clouet name is more famous because of this yes and and what do you think is uh, the key to to sell a, a lot of champagne in Sweden have you get any uh, <laughs> tips or advice from uh, from André Clouet um, or he, 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 it's a secret as no he no no, 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 no. It's a, first you position. know I've been working here for eight years now yes and I've been two times in Sweden yes and uh, I think Jean-François he must be uh, in Sweden or used to be at least uh, one time every two weeks or three weeks okay really <laughs> so of course now but it's uh, important to be present in the market where you want to, to have uh, good sales me uh, my position is I prefer to receive people here in Champagne yes in, in good condition as we were talking before than traveling around so of course I stay more here in my uh, countryside but uh, it's the way I, I prefer to do my job yes after I, I love traveling and I love uh, going but um, to taste my champagnes I, I always uh, have more difficulties uh, to taste them uh, in in, uh, in places I, I'm not acquainted with yes. or uh, it's been traveling I don't know how and so on yeah and it's always much easier for me to, to share my feelings about my wines here in Cramont yeah. than in other places in the world. Yeah. Even if I like to do it. Yeah. But sometimes when I travel, I also like to not to be a salesman all the time, you know, it's just... Uh, so it's uh, I prefer to do my job here properly yes. and enjoy the rest of my travels. But if you ever come to Sweden, you're more than welcome to come to me and Jessica and yeah. have a dinner and uh, we can drink something else than uh, Bonaire. That would be my pleasure, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you're becoming a father soon as well. Yes, it's true. In October. It's true. My brother had a small uh, young boy uh, in uh, January 2018. Yes. And uh, me, I will be a father for the first time with a young girl in yeah. uh, October 2018. Congratulations. So, thank you. And I really uh, hope this vintage will be a great vintage. Yeah. So, what do you think about this vintage for your first... Uh, this form? vintage, it's uh, since last three, four years, even maybe five, six years. Every year has been very different from yes. a year to another. And this year, it's again a new, a typical year, I would say. This year we had a heat since April, it was very hot, uh, yes. like in all Europe, I think, but in Champagne it was the same. Uh, we had uh, probably um, the, the hottest uh, summer since, uh, since quite a while, and uh, the vines today are very loaded with grapes. So we'll have a very large, uh, generous harvest normally, if everything goes well until the end. And, um, the idea is now to wait and see uh, if having too much grapes will will be uh, um, will will let us uh, have some quality grape because sometimes volume and uh, quality doesn't go well. Mm. Uh, but uh, we hope uh, we hope to, it could be the case. Like if we take the vintage we had uh, today, uh, eighty two. Yes. It was a generous harvest. Yes. And the quality is here. Uh, it was here uh, when it was released, and it's. Till here, uh, 40 years ago. I knew that the bottle was um, uh, old yeah. and uh, I didn't know which uh, vintage it was. I was thinking about uh, 1990 because uh, Jessica is born 1990 and it was, um, it was mature. I felt it was even fresher than 1990, so I thought it was 96, but uh, this was uh, uh, 82. 
and uh, one of the best bottles I ever tried, I have to say. And oh, thank uh, you. it's got a long life in front of it. Yeah, yeah, it can age for, for a long time, very long time. It's uh, the, the magi, um, magical things of, with wine. It's, uh, you, can, you can find uh, bottles like this that, uh, that can age forever. Yes. And uh, yeah, 82 is, uh, is one of the classic vintage we have here at Bonaire. Yes. And you're not the first uh, one to, to which I blind taste with this bottle that, that thinks about the 90s at first. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. But we should talk about the, the present vintage that we sell on Sustainable Log. It is the, the 09, it's uh, replacing the 08. So it's a, yeah. it's a hard thing to replace the 08. But the 09 is, to me and to Jessica, um, it's very nice to drink now. Yes, for sure. It's a, it's a vintage that has, I think, uh, at Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. As it, at its peak now... It's a solar year, very warm also, 2009. Uh, but if you open it today, you still have the freshness the, and the, the maturity of a good vintage. So it's time to open, I, I, I agree. Uh, after 2008, we had a, such a good press. It was um, a bit complicated for some customers to, to understand that there was no more stock of 2008. But... Um, once, once they start to taste one, two, three bottles, uh, you, you, you realize that uh, this vintage has uh, a lot to defend. Mm. And uh, since you and your brother are still very, very young, yep. uh, you got a lot of future in front of you. Yes. And uh, how do you see uh, Bonnard in uh, 10 or 15 years? The, the house was founded in 1932. Uh, so then we are we are expecting uh, to leave the the century or the, yes. the first uh, 100 years anniversary of the house. It would be in 2032. Yes. And uh, for us, we'll be uh, at our career uh, age, and uh, that's a goal for us to to achieve everything we want to achieve before that. And after we'll see. We hope that maybe some family members will continue the adventure. It's becoming more and more complicated for small family independent growers to continue. But you can find some formulas and you can always continue, uh, maybe in different uh, structures, different uh, uh, arrangements, but it's possible. And, uh, and for us, uh, 
it's important that we we continue the work that was started by uh, by our great grandfather and and, uh, and the generation after that. And the idea is to try to adapt to the new challenge that arise here in Champagne. And what's the new challenge? New challenge, clearly, um, I think for my father generation, it was uh, the vinification process that has been uh, uh, really, really uh, sought after. He has been uh, developing new skills, uh, new techniques. And now this is something that uh, pretty much everybody controls. Yes. Better or less, better, but at least uh, it's something that we, we are we know well how to make wines to, to produce them. The big challenge I think today is, uh, it's not new, but it's um, to, to see how you treat the soils, uh, clearly. And then uh, we, we will put all our efforts towards this because we, we, kinda, we really enjoy the wines we produce. Uh, we don't want to, to change, obviously, their, their style, their DNA. But uh, we also, uh, if we are to, to, to let this domain to the next generation, we want to put it in the right direction. Mm. So, of course, um, the challenge for us is to, to see how we manage uh, the vines. And yes. uh, clearly, uh, to go towards uh, biodynamical uh, uh, conversion is something that we, we, we are working on. Yes. And to explain to, to the listeners that don't maybe know everything about Champagne, you have a, a quite large demand to be a grower mm -hmm. and uh, you're producing around 230,000 bottles. But if you would maximize uh, your uh, production using the second press and uh, taking out as much yields as possible, how many bottles uh, <laughs> will you be able to make? After you have a, a quota per year, huh? yes, a lot, so it can vary from a year to another. Yes, but um, easy thing to remember is one hectare makes ten thousand bottles. Nowadays it's a bit less, but in in the past it used to be that. So if you have twenty eight hectares, I can make uh, almost two hundred eighty thousand bottles. That's an easy thing to remember. Depending on the quota per year, it can it can vary a little bit. But that's why, as we try to keep only the cuvee for our yeah. wines. Uh, you have uh, already uh, 30,000 30, bottles uh, that are, that are to, to be sold. So yeah, 250,000, if we can keep a good standard uh, yes. quality, that will be uh, a goal for us, yes, for sure. Great. Yeah. And uh, the climate changes, are you worried about the climate changes uh, that are getting uh, warmer? I'm, I'm concerned for the future, yes. uh, for the next generation, yes. because in Champagne, Global warming, I won't, I won't say it's a good thing because uh, it, cannot, it cannot be, but uh, it's a wine region that is the north of France, yes. which is quite cold. And sometimes uh, in the last years, the maturity of the, of the grapes were not enough. Mm. So you, we, we need to chapterize sometimes in Champagne. But, but do you think uh, we will see the freshness of uh, the 76, the 90, the 96, the 08, in like 20 years, do you think we will see the freshness of the vintage or will it be exceptional, just a, a vintage every once in a while? No, I, I believe, I believe we, uh, we tend to have uh, wines that will, do, that will have a better maturation, mm -hmm. that's for sure. Now, the balance will be uh, how, how the wines uh, with uh, this heat and the global warming 
uh, how the, um, the acidity yeah. will uh, will uh, will remain yes. in in the grapes, and if the, this balance, the classic balance between acidity and maturity, will be able to bring us some uh, excellent vintage. And uh, you can say, well, I've been traveling around in in Champagne, and I can see that. The more uh, warmer vintages, it, it or the more global warming uh, it becomes. Uh, the dosage is going down, and more and more uh, uh, growers and houses are going uh, using uh, um, blocking the malolactic fermentation uh, to keep the freshness. Mm-hmm. So is that a, a way to use um, or, or to keep the freshness in the champagnes? Lower dosages, uh, avoiding malolactic or Oh, that's that's uh, very technical, but no, no, no. It's technical, but it's it's a, it's a debate, of course, that every winemaker have. Uh, I, I don't think that you keep freshness of the wines, whether with malolactic or or, or with uh, low dosage. Mm. Uh, for me, uh, the dosage. Uh, it's true that when the, the wines tend to age, uh, people uh, tend to lower the dosage. Yes. Um, it's it's not a strict rule, you know. It's not because the uh, wine is ten years old that you will uh, have an extra brut dosage on it. It's uh, it's not that easy. You have to take the wines two years and and see uh, which which is the most most appropriate dosage for for each each cuvee. I think that you're doing it very very good here. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But it's something we we try. We to talked about during the tasting at yeah. uh, the dosage, and we said, oh, this must be a lower dosage uh, and yeah. I think it's wonderful. Uh, at the moment, in our range, we have uh, almost all the wines that could be called extra brut, uh, but we keep the, the label brut, on, uh, the, the, the name brut, because um, we keep the liberty to, to, to change um, some, from time to time, depending on the cuvee and the, the age, the, the dosage, because it has to be uh, applied uh, properly to, to the, the wine we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can tell the listeners that uh, Bonaire is an open house, but uh, it's best to book by appointment. Yes, please. And uh, the same with the Port Chloe. It's the same, yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as long as you give a call, we are much. Uh, fun. We are welcoming people um, all along the year. Yes, <laughs> I can really recommend the people in in, in Sweden to visit Bonaire, and well, hopefully I will visit the uh, Port Chloe as well. Yeah. With uh, pleasure. It's, yes. uh, it's a great... Um, we receive already many people from, from Sweden and uh, we really enjoy uh, sharing those moments because there is a real curiosity, uh, I think, uh, uh, in Sweden for the, the wines we have in Champagne. Uh, people really consider them as wines. So when, uh, when people arrive and, uh, and, and, and tell us that already, we, we, we realize that um, there is a something uh, achieved here you know yeah. in terms of uh, of uh, pedagogy in terms of uh, you don't you don't need to say champagne is only champagne champagne is a wine at first and yeah. after a champagne thank you very much for having me pleasure uh, tasting all the champagnes and of course the back vintages uh, uh, nice uh, good luck with the harvest but yep. the most important good luck uh, with your future uh, baby girl <laughs> Uh, Thank you very and, much. Uh, yeah. I hope to see you in uh, in Sweden also soon when you get settled with the baby and everything. Thank you very much. Thank you. Så där, då var intervjun klar och eh, jag måste säga att eh, Jean Manuel imponerar väldigt mycket på mig. Han är otroligt eh, lugn och ödmjuk och framförallt väldigt generös. 
Eh, vi fick prova väldigt, väldigt härliga champagner innan vi spelade in podden. Och jag hoppas att det inte låter som att jag slödrar. Eh, men det fanns faktiskt en spotkopp till hans. Jag kan berätta att vi provade Blonde Blanc. Vi provade Extra Brutt, eh, Versacrum, Varians, Vintage 06. Sen provade vi även Special Club 83 som är då mitt fallsår. Vi provade Vintage 82 och även deras Prestige som den heter. Och förmodligen så var väl då Vintage 82 den allra bästa champagnen som vi drack kanske på hela resan i champagne. Otroligt, otroligt bra. Jag fick den blint. Jag trodde först... Hade mina funderingar på att det var en 90 men den kändes mycket fräschare än så så att jag gissade på en 96 men då visade det sig att det var en 82. Vad jag inte visste det var ju att eh, på hans eh, mammas sida så, så finns ju då Paul Chloe eh, som befinner sig i Bossy. Så att eh, Paul Chloe eh, vinifierar sina champagner eh, hos Bonnard då i Camant och jag köpte med mig några Paul Chloé som också är trevliga. Jag har provat deras rosé som är väldigt, väldigt prisvärd. Jag tror att den kostar strax under 300 kronor och ja, väldigt bra för den pengen. Men även Bonners eller framförallt Bonners champagne är extremt prisvärda och nu har vi inte möjligheten att få tag på alla champagnerna i Sverige på Systembolaget. Men jag hoppas att vi kan få se framförallt Versacrum och Varians på Systembolaget. Jag skulle gärna se Vintage 82 också men det tror jag blir väldigt, väldigt svårt. Jag måste säga det att vi har haft en fantastisk sommar i år och... Ja, det känns som att vi haft, eller vi måste ha haft ett värmerekord i alla fall de senaste 50 åren. Jag har druckit väldigt mycket champagne med min sambo Jessica och haft lite utmaningar med champagnerna. För jag tycker att de har varit aningens klumpiga och lite obalanserade. Och troligtvis så har det med att göra med att det är så pass varmt ute och luftfuktigheten är så hög. Och jag tycker att det krävs en riktigt välbalanserad champagne med mycket syra för att den ska göra sig till sin rätta. Lite grann påminner om när jag tog med en massa champagne ner till Thailand och provade där. Så var det ett fåtal av champagnen faktiskt som jag tyckte smakade väldigt, väldigt bra. Lite nu inför vad som händer i framtiden då. Nästkommande event som kommer är då Burgers and Bollinger som vi kör för andra gången och det är då 29 augusti klockan 17.00 börjar på Djureskogs. Där man helt enkelt, det menar att man ska kunna gå dit, käka en börjare, ta ett glas Bollinger och bara snacka skit med sina vänner och andra champagneentusiaster. Jag kommer även köra en provning den 27 september som är en Grand Cru-provning kallar den. Och då det är så att det finns ju 17 stycken Grand Cru-byar i champagne. Och jag har hittat 14 champagner där man då tar alla druvor ifrån samma by och endast en druva. Så att 14 av 17 grönkrybyar kommer vi att prova. Och mer information om det kan ni hitta på antingen champansweden.se men även Instagram-kontot där saker och ting brukar läggas ut tidigast. Jag kan säga att 
Just nu så är jag uppe i 415 unika flaskor och för att nå mitt mål på 750 år så tror jag att det krävs en resa till till Champagne. Så att jag hoppas kunna åka ner någon gång i, i början på oktober igen. Jag får väl övertala min sambo att vi ska eh, strunta i Spanienresan och åka till Champagne istället. Nu får vi se hur det går. Men jag ska inte bli mer långvarig än så här och som vanligt så ber jag att fortsätta dricka champagne på alla dagar som slutar på G. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands, and they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.